0: Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman.
1: Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Question. I'm Dr. Pamela Jordan.
2: And I'm Dr. Craig Arthur
1: Dossman. We'd like to thank you for joining us today. And we'd like to thank for all of you who have subscribed to our podcast. We want to encourage you to please subscribe so that you get notified every time we post a podcast and if you enjoy what you're listening to, please give us five-star rating. We are so grateful for our listeners and we're excited to get started today. David, let's take our first question.
0: All right, so the first question reads, this guy I was seeing died last year. I'm still in shock. I can't seem to get past this. My friends think that I should be over it by now because it's been over a year and a half, but I can't stop thinking about it. I'm pretty sure we were in love. At the time of his death, we were on a break because he requested that we take a couple of months off to see if we really loved one another. But now I feel guilty about knowing that he died alone. If I had been there, I would have gotten him to the hospital. I could have saved his life. He might be alive today day if I had been there. How do I get past this guilt and the loss of a best friend, a former lover, and somebody that I was meant to marry? How do I get past the guilt and pain of losing him? And how do I start over again? Please help me and it's signed Francis.
1: Well, thank you, Francis, for your question. our condolence to you for the loss of your friend and loved one. Losing someone oftentimes brings with it a lot of questions with there's five stages of grief. You go through you know anger, you go through denial, you go through the resentment, and you begin to question whether or not what if could have, if I had been there, I really want to, you know, encourage you to try not to go down that path of questioning, had I been there, it could have been different. I could have saved him. All of us don't know when it is our time to go. And nothing that you could have done differently could have changed it. I do want to encourage you if you are still grieving and it's been a year and a half that it is possible that you do need some therapy, someone to speak with, someone to process your grief with. And so I really want to encourage you and we'll put a link in our podcast for you to seek help. They have group sessions for those who are grieving the loss of someone. I don't know if you're loved one died as a result of COVID-19, or if it was something else. But whatever the reason is, you are still hurting. There's no time limit on grief. So I want to let you know, even if your friends are telling you it's been a year and a half, there's no time limit. All of us grieve differently. But I do want to encourage you to find someone that you can talk to so that you can process these feelings of guilt that you're going through and to help you feel supported by someone who can hear you and to process what you're going through. Dr. Dossman?
2: I agree, Dr. Jordan. Wonderful thoughts, especially dealing with the stages of death and how we respond to the loss of loved ones. You know, death is awesome. It comes at every age and stage of life. In fact, even as we speak, Dr. Jordan, we're, we're aware as well as our listening audience that there's there's a war that's going on at this time and children are are being killed and, and citizens are being killed. And it's just a whole horrific thing. There's also a thought that there are individuals and in maybe because they're not aware of the stages of death and how we respond when the persons die. And sometimes they say things that I don't think they mean to be unkind, but it's just that they're, they're not always speaking from the standpoint of knowledge, just standing about death. Oftentimes, one of those comments might be, Child, you're gonna be okay. You'll get over it, or or get over it. This person is, has has been gone for a year and a half, or two years, or or three years, or or so and so. Get over it. But I'd like to share with those individuals that when it comes to death, you never get over the loss of someone who you hold dear. You never get over it. You only get through it, and the process of getting through the death of someone that you love is one thing I would suggest, Dr. Jordan, is to think about memories, precious memories that allow us, as I often said, to smell the roses during the winter times of life's experience of uh, memories. And one thing that I do, Dr. Jordan, is that I honor my loved one, and I honor my ancestors, is that whenever I have a loved one who passes, what I'll do is that I might ask a family member, do they have like a tie, or watch, something that is important to them that you wouldn't mind sharing that with me? So that can also be a part of my memory of that individual. So even right now, Dr. John, as I speak, I'm wearing the watch of John Jones. He's my sister's son, got cancer. He's my nephew. So every morning when I get up in the morning, I put on John's watch. And it's always a sense of sort of having him, remembering him. I don't never want to forget someone. I never want to get over someone. But this helps me get through it. And then I find a place where I place those individuals in a compartment in my heart where they will always remain close to me. And then I do want to back up and say something about what we use in psychology and often these blaming, these shamings, these would have, could have, should have, if I would have been there. How many people have said that? How many mothers would have said that you take your child to childcare or you send your child to school and some child for some reason comes up there with a gun, seems like he has something against someone, or he has some suicidal a wish, and takes a gun and takes a lot of those who you hold. Some things we don't have control over, but yet when death comes, we we learn to we learn to get through it, never get over it, but to get through it so that when you come to a time where those memories then become what I call precious. And that person, like they use the term, Dr. Jordan, rest in peace. We allow that person to rest, but yet they didn't rest from our memories and our thoughts. I think, Dr. Jordan, I'm sure you have in your own experience where we've had individuals who have passed 30 and 40 years ago, but yet there are times where we drive down the car or we're walking, and just there's something about a thought of a relationship with them comes in in our minds and we smile and we think of them. And so that's what I would encourage author of this question to think about is that think about the good memories. There's something that you can't control. Don't blame yourself about the decisions that you made in that relationship, but just continue to move forward and to set person in a soft place in your heart. Don't ever get over it, but you will get through it.
1: I love that. Get through it because you're absolutely right. So often people are insisting you need to get over it or why haven't you gotten over it yet? And it's not a matter of getting over it. It's a matter of getting through it and going through (laughs) the process. And so Thank you so much for that recommendation. I love the suggestion that you gave out regarding getting something that is close to the individual that you can remember them by. When my grandmother died, she had a clock that played music, and I was able to get this music box that she had. and it Every time I look at that music box, I think of my grandmother, memories of her and the times we spent together. I'm Absolutely. Named after my grandmother. And so that's a way to honor the loved one that has gone on and It gives you an opportunity to just reflect on the good times. Also, you mentioned that he was the one that you were hoping to marry, your soulmate. I want to encourage you also, another thing you can do is create a scrapbook. Gather pictures, trips that maybe you've taken, and put together a scrapbook for just to remember him by. And whenever you want to sit and think of the individual, you can pull out the scrapbook, go through the photos, and just really reminisce on love you shared and the time you had with him. So, thank you so much for your question. I want to encourage our listeners if you are enjoying what you're hearing, please go to the podcast and select subscribe I Want to encourage you if you like what you're hearing please give us five stars thank you so much for listening today and we'd like to encourage you to you know continue to come back and submit your questions thank you
0: we appreciate you joining us on this episode of answers to life's challenging questions for more information and resources Be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.